Creative Reboot, the ultimate podcast for creative souls, small business owners, side hustlers and dream chasers. I'm Carla, brand photographer and visual magic maker for colourful magical weirdos and also a professional multipod. And I'm Sarah, creative copywriter and branding photographer for awesome female business owners and aspiring author. Welcome back to Creative Reboot. It is somehow, and I really don't know how, um, the last episode of season six. How and it doesn't matter how many times I say, and the end of this year. But it doesn't yes. matter how many times I say season six, it still blows my mind. Um, but here oh, we are. So I know. We've stuck it out for six seasons, Carla. Can you believe? I mean, to be fair, you know, for people who may not have listened to all the seasons, there were three seasons in the first year. So <laughs> it's not quite as exciting as it sounds. We haven't been on for six years. You know, like when um, uh, uh, I've seen like um, The Simpsons pops up and it says it's been going for like 37 seasons or whatever. And I'm like, there's no way that came out when I was six years old. You cannot tell me that I... <laughs> Or whatever it I do you know what days. though I could I'm not going to because it's a whole different episode but I could start down that thing of uh how old Shrek is and how oh, don't. other various my husband Disney does that to me are, all the time Stuart is always doing that it's to me. horrendous I'm like, no no it's not yeah. possible it cannot be possible I think it's also the fact <laughs> that in my head 1992 is like five years ago and it's not five years ago is it as far as I'm concerned, the '80s are still twenty odd years ago. So, and I and I refuse to believe anything else, quite frankly. So, yeah, yes. there we go. So we are at least on the same page. So, welcome to the time traveling creative reboot, where it is in Ooh. fact maybe like mid '80s, early '90s, um, <laughs> yes. and not the end of 2023, which I can't deal with. Not at all. No, exactly. And by the time this comes out, it will be December as well. So, yes. <laughs> We're not allowed to mention. We can mention the rude c word, but we are not allowed to mention the festive c word. Oh, oh, fine. Okay, that's acceptable. Is that right? Like, I'm okay with that. Um, (laughs) This is a c word free zone. Exactly. Well, yes, that c word. Yes. (laughs) I'm upset off your cough now. That's that's another c word we're allowed to say because Carla does have a cough today. So bear with us because she might get a little bit. It's not the other c word. It's not the COVID word. It's just a cough. No, no, just a cough. Just a cough. Absolutely. So focus, Sarah. Focus. Yes. yes. I don't. I don't think. I don't think hashtag focus is one of our hashtags, is it? Never. I don't think it should be. To be honest, in 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 all entirety. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So we thought um that we because we haven't actually done an episode just us for some time, and we thought it might be quite nice. Not at all this year. Well, no. I think we did like an intro episode in about January, and that was that was right. Yes. Gosh, that seems so long ago. And then we had some fabulous guests, and we've had. I mean, this year has been an interesting year. I think for both of us, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Um. So Mm -hmm. we thought we might do a little bit of a recap because this is the time of year where um. I think actually I'm I'm curious I'm as a planner I have always at this time so I've moved my planning to February but really at this time of year I start to think about reviewing and reflecting and looking back on my year um and then I start to plan for the next year and Sarah I know that planning is reasonably new to you but have you done the reflective mm. thing even when you weren't planning or how do you know how what actually this is for the first this is the first time ever I started really thinking about next year um in September um it's the earliest I've ever done that and but not to the point of like being really formal about it I didn't didn't wasn't getting any documents out or lists or writing or anything I just started mulling things over um which has been really nice actually it gave me a really it just gave me a little bit of time and perspective to kind of look back over the year and figure some things out before I started really I yeah I think that percolation period is actually really important before you start I planning. hadn't really even considered it before to be honest, to be yeah. honest. this is the first time I've really done that like actively done that so I don't think um, I've done it consciously but I think mm. I think I do start really from about the second um over at ink drops we always do a, a mid-year kind of um sort of check sorry my laptop's about to die so I'm just giving it some power Hello, um, okay um and yeah we, we always do a mid-year kind of check-in we often do a, um the planner print that comes out is often a sort of you know think think about think about the first six months think about the next six months Mm, and I think mm. subconsciously that's always been a trigger for me to start thinking not just about the next six months but actually what do I want longer term as well and how are my goals fitting in and uh, one of the things that Anna is really keen on is um you know scrapping the goals that you had at the beginning of the year all the intentions or whatever um scrapping those if they're not serving you anymore and I, Mm. I like that that kind of stance at this time of year 
when I'm starting to think back over the whole year and then a bit longer and then I'm starting to think about next year and also a bit further ahead so it's like you're sitting in the middle of these with yeah kind of almost with the knowledge yeah with the knowledge of what you've gone through this year as well so you can kind of see you know where those where those goals and intentions that you set for yourself for for this at the start of this year are they actually going to serve you anymore you know is there is there is there any point in continuing with them and yeah, and I mean, I'd be interested to know whether you found this, because I think you have, <laughs> this year, for reasons we will get into later, I have not done huge amounts of percolation because I've just been running around surviving the present. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have been, you've been, have you seen that meme of the little cartoon dog and there's there's flames just burning all around him? I feel like that is you this year. You've been like, I actually, I actually came across, out, put um, fire out. <laughs> I can't, I'll, I'll try and link to it in the show notes. For the life of me, I can't remember the, um, the name of the maker, but there's a, there's a, a people who make, and I came across it because it was a Pusheen versus dumpster fire, literally collectible dumpster fires. So the Pusheen one is obviously <laughs> fluffy and has little paws instead of legs. Amazing. Um, but it's still a dumpster on fire. I was like, that. Yep. I need I need the collections of these because this is my whole life right now. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> focusing in again. Um, no, so I'm, I'm curious. Have you... Um, hang on, where was I going with that? I had a point. I promise mm-hmm. I had a point. Um, we were talking about... <laughs> Goals, intentions, changing things, doing away with them. Ah, yeah. So, have while you're thinking back as to like what you what you what you were doing, and 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 you're starting to think forward to planning. Mm. Are there any things that surprise you so far? I, I'm asking you this because I haven't had a chance to think. I've got no idea what I think at this point. Um, things that surprise you about that process so far so is there anything that you, your brain sort of gone mm, yeah actually no and you're like really or, or actually I'd like to do this thing and, and that just wasn't even on your radar this time last year like is, is there anything so far that is kind of hitting you over the head with surprise not massively with surprise I feel like there's been a bit of an element of well why on earth didn't you figure that out before because that's you know you probably really should have known this sooner kind of thing but would that's, you say that to me in the same situation be nice to yourself Sarah I suppose. Because I can't imagine not, you being but... like, well, you should have known that, you weirdo. Like, it's not something you would say, is it? <laughs> well, I mean, I would, let's go down to the, the... If you want to go down that rabbit hole, you know, when you turn around <laughs> and said to me, Sarah, I have ADHD, and I was like, well, duh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You weren't the only one depressing you. Like, well, when yeah, were you guys going to say something? But anyway, yeah, <laughs> But... Yeah, no, I I understand that, absolutely. I Being kind to myself, I probably wouldn't say that. However... There is also a little bit of me that is just like, I do wish I had not known. I didn't. It's things that I've known, but just haven't embraced, I think, sooner, Um, which I'm slightly annoyed at myself about. But I suppose maybe I had to do things the difficult way first to maybe realise that this is going to be much simpler and more achievable for me. I don't know. I think as well. So something that um, has come up a few times in in conversations, literally just this last week, um, because because the insane event has happened now and I can I can breathe because I have moved. Um, (laughs) And um, and I still I'm still having nightmares about driving the van down the tiny road. I did the van three weeks ago. I feel, anyway. Do you know, that's what I was going to say, actually, it's been three weeks, but for our audience, Carla moved studios oh, yeah. at the end of October because they won't have known this about you, so... No, yes. not intentionally, and I will I will go into more detail when we get, when we get to that mm. part later, but um, that is why I am... I think even my voice is frazzled. Like, my face is permanently frazzled, but I think even my voice is there. <laughs> um, but something that's been coming up in conversations sort of in this last sort of week or so as, as everything has started to settle down um, is this concept of knowing and articulating and acting on Mm. are all three very different things even when they're about the same thing so knowing knowing that I have no consistency and admitting to myself I have no consistency and acting Mm. on the fact I have no consistency are actually three completely different things and actually I think they take different um like you have to go through different experiences to get to I the think point where you can yeah. do something about it if that makes sense yeah, like, yeah a little it's probably a little bit of like actually you need to be able to understand and learn the language to be able to articulate that as well don't you mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. it's you you know it innately but you just don't know how to express that or possibly yeah and also I think I mean I'm um, obviously there's a there's a heavy focus here on on some of the stuff that I've struggled with um from an ADHD perspective but also from mm. um other other perspectives um so don't take this as as red but for me there's been and I, i'm again cur- really curious to know if it's the same for you some of the things some of those things where you say oh, i wish i'd known that sooner 
some of those are things I knew full well about myself, but I thought it was me that was faulty. And what I have learned yes. in the last year or two has given me the lens to go, oh, OK, it's not me that's faulty. It's me that's a bit different and the world is wired this way. So what can I do? So I'm tackling it in a completely different way. Whereas in previous years, I basically just beat myself with a stick and said, try harder, which mm, had, had yes. continually failed. But that didn't stop me from trying. Does that does that ring yeah. true a little bit? Like, Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I've even explained it to a few people this year. I got I got my ADHD diagnosis October last year. So. Happy ADHD um, anniversary. Been, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, back in October. Yeah, but um, I, I was really conscious of, especially in the last few months. I, I went through almost like a devolvement over the last twelve months. Really, since getting my diagnosis, I feel like things have gone backwards for me. I mean, if you think about like before I got diagnosed, and we briefly talked about. I'm pretty sure we talked about on a previous episode about how I did one of your questionnaires and and you know categorically failed it because I was masking so heavily. I still I still um, remember how cross you were about getting zero because you'd never got zero for anything ever. <laughs> it's one of well, my no, favourite stories. Is, you know, it's also the perfectionism in me clearly, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, I'm sure over the last twelve months, if I answer those questions again, it'll probably be close to a hundred percent this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that makes me happy. I don't know, but. but- um, <laughs> But I think that's also very natural. Like, I think, I mean, I, I had a similar, I, I would say, mm, development's a really interesting word. I would say for me, there was a, like a, yes, everything makes sense. This is the memo I've missed, closely followed by a phase of what the fuck, this can't possibly be a thing, which I think was a cross between imposter syndrome and just not wanting to admit that it was an issue that I hadn't picked mm. up on before. And yeah. then, so, and that disconnect was was hard for a good year or so for me. And then, yeah, and then and then progress after that. So it's like yeah. a bloody grief journey, isn't it? I mean, it's not grief. It is it's, a bit. Well, it's I'm, like I'm that. Like, oh, then... am I in acceptance yet? Yeah. <laughs> Next year, then hopefully we'll be on the upward slope instead. Because, and I, I, you know, I choose the, the word devolvement quite deliberately, actually, not because because everything. I feel like what what's happened is I've I've very much unmasked over the last twelve months. Um, not because I was ever ashamed of any of the things I ever did. I I just had so, I just put so many things into place to you know, be a better human. And I say that with, you know, inverted um, speech. But what the fuck, are you? you know, those things. I'm doing the, thing, the waggy things with my fingers. I can't remember what I could. We, need, we need to turn this into a video podcast, don't we, really? I know what you mean. Quotes, quote marks, yeah, inverted quotes, Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bunny years. That's fucking, what I'm trying to How are we two English graduates and we can't manage that? What the hell? Don't even. Don't, well, you know, can't words for shit. That's the, uh, that's the hashtag, true, right? True. We've got to get that in there somewhere. But um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of, I, I use the word devolvement maybe a little bit tongue in cheek, but it's, it feels like I have, I have, I've, I have. I feel like I've devolved back to, you know, before I started having all of those things in place to yeah. to to be that functioning human being. So I mean, I think I, I like I like, like the word choice very much. And actually, for me, the the, the word that that it has been most um, opposite in the same situation is unlearning. I have spent mm. the last two and a half years unlearning all the things that I learned in the thirty five years up to that point so that I can figure out how to exist in the world in the way that my brain actually works because yeah, I've put yes. so many things in place because everyone everyone thinks of me as which I find hilarious now and actually a few people I've met in the last couple of years or that I've become much closer to in the last couple of years um I was always known as the organized one and Same. that now makes people literally fall about laughing and I think I was known as the organized one because I carried a folder around and I carried everything in my head all of the time and I had 33 Outwardly, different google organized. calendars and yes, I never missed yeah. a meeting but I also didn't do anything else because that took all of my energy I was going to say and, and the mental strain that that must have that you carried around with you now I have relaxed yeah and now I have relaxed mm-hmm. and I've unmasked and I do occasionally miss things and I do occasionally double book things and I am much happier for it but there is a part of me that is still very stressed because organized Carla and then there mm-hmm. are people that I meet that I haven't seen for 10 years who are like who the fuck are you it's very funny like it's a very strange thing <laughs> so yeah I think on the whole it's been it's been a big change of a year for, for us both yes. in, in that yeah. in, in that sense in other senses too so should we do let's let's do our personal personal updates and then we can talk about the podcast this is where we're that, going isn't this it? is where yeah, we've gone yeah. apparently yeah so so what tell, tell me about your year what's your did you have a theme of the year other than devolving like what, what else has gone on in your year roughly broadly <laughs> I think devolving was my theme of the year most definitely um I mean I had my 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 purpose for this year because i you know, we, we, if we go back to looking at like the words that we choose for ourselves for the year my words for this year were intention um uh oh, 
You're right there. No, I was just thinking, shit, what are my words? And remember the wrong words. Oh, yeah, she's got her wrist. There we go. Uh, mine were intention, consistency, and enough. And I feel like oh. that's just a bit of a, a bit of a laugh, really, in all honesty, because it's um, I've I've tried to be intentional, but it hasn't really worked because of the devolving i think um mm -hmm. has really made that difficult same with consistency as a result and by consistency as well for me actually no that maybe that's a lie because i when i came up with the word consistency because it's not a favorite word of mine because it gets banded around in in the, in the in a way that's really anti-neurodiverse i feel in like you know or oh, you must be consistent with your social media and you must be you know bang 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 for me, i think it's, it's used in a very specific sense and i think it's got far more yes for me it was all it, about yeah. it was more about like the quality of my message yeah. as opposed to how often or the quantity of of what i was putting out there definitely so actually maybe that has been present because i do feel like everything i have put out there this year has been has been consistently me it's been consistently my message and um you know i've i've been I've been proud of everything I've put out there, actually. So, Which is yeah, awesome. So, and actually, yeah. I, I would say I've noticed, I think, I mean, you know how brilliant I am at social media. But, um, no, um, in the times I have been on, certainly on socials, and yeah. your newsletters, which I, I do see, I don't I don't read, my my, my inbox is a horror story, but <laughs> um, I feel like your, so your voice has always been strong, but I feel yes. like it's even more you yes. recently, yeah, isn't it? It feels, it feels much yeah, yeah. more you suddenly, so... Yeah, I think that's a really interesting one. I do feel like I've really settled into that totally. Yeah, quite quite um, like happily and confidently as well, which is is nice. I really yeah. like that. Um, and the other word, enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I we're not there yet. Let's put it that way. So. Which is <laughs> fine. Everything, after. Every year yeah. is a work in progress. Yeah, it's all good. It is, and actually, just going by that, particularly that enough side of things i mean i will go i'm going to go straight in to get the the, the hard bit out of the way first because i let's get the ick out of the way first it's kind of my thinking this year has been absolutely terrifying and really scary for me as far as uh money's concerned as far as my business is concerned um there have been numerous times this year when i have applied for the job um which i never thought i would do um yeah, I want to I want to say that because I know I put something out late quite late this year where I because I started talking to other business owners and saying about, you know, when you know when, when people go to, oh, how's your because I've been doing lots of networking this year. I've been doing lots of getting to know people and seeing people again. Um, and the question always comes up, oh, how's business going? Is it really good? Did it? And so I've turned around and gone, actually, no, no, it's not been good this year. And I've been blatantly honest and people have been surprised by that, partly because you know, it's it's not what you normally put across on your socials and, and things like that. You don't talk about, like, how crap business is going, do you? But then what I've really found quite interesting is when I've said that to people, the honesty comes back. And I've been getting a lot of people opening up and going, actually, do you know what? It hasn't been great for me this year either. And it's been, there's been so many people. I, it's, it's really surprised me, actually. And I, I'm really pleased that I've opened up and said that so that people have felt comfortable to say it back to me. Obviously, you know, and I know also, there are people who have had a great year and they are having success and great, you know, I'm so pleased for them. But there's been a, we a million lot of percent, us. didn't we? We said we wanted this podcast to be about the good stuff, but also the bad yeah. stuff in real time. Yes. Not 15 years later. Oh, I had a blip in 2023. Like yeah. it would be really nice to talk about it because because people don't. And actually something I've seen. So I'm really glad you have had those conversations because something I've mm. seen more and more is things looking totally fine, totally fine, totally fine. And then you see a post or you get an email saying, wish I up shop. Or they fall off the face and, of the planet, you know. And there's and just like, not been the any happens? other yeah. and then and then when mm. you then once they've said that, then the story comes out. And you think, yeah. but if if you told us that before, people could have I mean, you know, sometimes it's absolutely the right thing. Sometimes it's because life change life yeah. circumstances have changed or whatever. But yeah, I think it's really important. And also because I think the big myth is that having a business is a the answer and b <laughs> is forever and c is you know the thing that will end all things yeah and i don't think any of those things are through true i think that part of being a business owner is knowing that sometimes you might either want or need to go back to a job for a while for some steady Absolutely. income or for particular yeah. reasons i know plenty of people who have gone back for maternity or for mortgage purposes um sometimes it is just too hard to keep going and i mean i i have also well haven't actually got as far as applying but i have definitely had some daydreams about wouldn't it be nice just walk into a temp agency and just get some work <laughs> just 
get some work and then go and do the job and then not have to think about it afterwards. Just, I mean, not often, but I have definitely been there this year because this year has been hard on the small, mm. on the on the front, on the money front, on the conversion front. So, yeah, I think I think having those conversations, and I think there's not enough people that start those conversations. Yeah, and I think, like you say, once you are brave enough to say actually no, then people feel like they can share, and then we all benefit from. Yeah, it's really interesting. So, I mean, I, I think all in all, I applied for, I think it's been six or seven different jobs this year. And do you know what? I've had not a single um, like response back from any of those applications. Now, whether that was because partly I didn't really want those jobs it? and I didn't didn't put the effort into yeah. the applications possibly but I also I mean there were there were ones uh, and it, for me it was a, I know you said there for you you've kind of sort of thought about oh it would just be nice just to go somewhere be given the work and off I go that was never it for me for me it was just about consistent income that was all it ever, I just want to know what I'm getting paid this month so that I can pay some bills and you know, I mean also def- definite element of that as well but but brain, yeah. brain break and income because yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 absolutely but so I mean, so I did apply for these jobs really wanting to at least get, you know, an interview with them and can, and consider the opportunity. Um, but uh, there was a point, I there was a job I applied for and I thought I was absolutely, you know, I hit all of the, the, the boxes. This would have been a perfect job for me. It would have meant having to go full time and probably put my business to one side, maybe go back to just doing evenings and weekends when I could with it. So I wouldn't be able to put as much into it as I wanted to, which made me feel really sad. I didn't really want to do that. Um, but uh, I decided for, for for one reason or another to put it, to, to give it to the universe to decide. And I said, universe, if you want me to have this job, you know, you'll, you'll send, you'll send me a response. And if I don't get a response, I'll take it as you want me to keep pushing on with my business. So when I didn't get a response, I was like, well, then this is what we're doing. We're going to keep on with the business. Thank keep you, on keep I'm going to carry on now. So, yeah. Excellent. So that was yeah. kind of the, the the mentality that I took. As it is, I've been very fortunate in that I've been able to pick up like casual work, which I've been doing. And it's really flexible when I can do it around my business, which is fantastic. And still bring in a little, little bit more consistent income, which has been nice. Yeah. I don't know how long that will last because they're keeping me quite busy and so I am having to really juggle things about and sometimes work weekends but you know that's the, the way things are at the moment but yeah it's just it's it has been a tough year for that and and I for a long time I felt really bad at, at the prospect of having to look for and I always call it a job as in like spell it out rather than say it because it terrifies me um but talking to people I've definitely felt a lot less shame around thinking I have to go and look for that now it's not it's not a failure of my business which is one of the things that kind of never be I mean I know I'm I probably haven't helped with that because I'm um viciously um anti-job not because anti-job for anybody else (laughs) just because I still have trauma from the jobs that I had yeah Um, of course yeah and that's the thing you've got your experiences as well but but for me that I mean I know you know I've had conversations with with a few people this year but they've said you know it might it might help your general because I've not been in a good mental state this year like it will help your general mental state I'm like no it won't it'll send me to the loony bin um I don't care how (laughs) on PC that is it's just gonna be horrendous um yeah so I'm sorry and also you're just so like steadfastly no this is not gonna help me at all I mean yeah but however much I rail against it myself there should still never be any shame in it like if I if I I wanted a job or if I needed a job it absolutely shouldn't be a shameful thing because it's like realistically we started we start our business to make money right so if we Mm. need money and that's an easier way to get money than the business currently like there is nothing wrong with that um, because I don't know anyone who's a trust fund baby. So, hey, ho, we all need to earn money somehow. Exactly. This is it. Totally. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so that's 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 my big one this year. This year. There are plenty of others, but should we do like a, take it in turns? We could do a, yeah, like a tennis, like a tennis, Ooh, not yes. tennis, Little ping pong relay. is the word I'm looking ping for. Pong. Dear God. There we go. Uh, this, this from the girl who, <laughs> along with some other girls, um, we, we invented, we thought we invented tenet at school because we didn't want to play tennis unless we were sitting down because we were tired so we we did tennis which is sitting down tennis um but perhaps this can be ping pong instead anyway yes. moving swiftly on, um, Carry on. <laughs> so um well going then with with a sort of theme um mm. that mine has been um this is going to sound really wanky said out loud it sounded all right when i wrote it down five minutes ago um, <laughs> but remembering remembering and coming back to myself so i at the beginning of the year we had the writer's retreat which we missed you on 
Um, I know. But we had next my year, very first I've got my year. ticket for next year. I'm coming. <laughs> but we had our very first women's circle and I um, was fully planning to just, you know, sit and listen to everyone. I, I didn't think I was in a particular... Oh, like, I was just I've in heard a place so much about this. Yeah. And then it came to my turn and I was fully expecting to I, I I knew what I was going to say in my head I was going to say you know and I'm doing this and this is great and I'm planning this and blah, blah and what actually came out is I've lost myself I don't know who I am anymore I've I've in all of this like between grief and running around headlessly trying to sort the business out and um taking on too much because that's like a fucking hallmark of who I am is I take on too much because I'm really enthusiastic about it when I take it on and then it comes to actually mm. doing it and I'm like fuck but then by then I don't want to let anyone down so then it just becomes this like unholy mess um and coming from someone that's not remotely religious, I really do mean unholy mess. It is horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then I just cried a lot. And that was interesting because I hadn't known, or at least that's, I say, when I say about knowing something, admitting it to yourself, articulating it, and then doing something about it, those were very, very specific different stages for me this year. Um, it feels it like as well, this, it, that came from a place of almost like instinct, instinctual. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah really I opened my mouth. I opened my mouth to say one thing and what came out was the truth. And that was mm. interesting and not particularly comfortable. I mean, I felt very held and very supported, but it was still not very comfortable because, <laughs> because hilariously, I am the person that everybody looks to for like, oh, you're so comfortable in your own skin. You're so fully yourself. You're 100% yourself. And you're so and I'm like, you. Who the yeah. fuck is that though? I am me, but who is that? I don't know who that yeah. is right now. Um, yeah. I'm going to do now, but I, and I always knew actually. So the the process I've been through this year has been um, remembering myself. So coming back to like who I am, what do I love, and um, what do I need, um, you know, what am I doing that isn't serving me? What am I doing that okay, it's serving me and say financially, but actually it's stressing me out and taking up too much headspace. Um, you mm. know, what what am I doing? How am I? Um, I've had a lot of stuff around. I think it's left over from people pleasing, but where I desperately want to do good things for people, but then I overpromise and then I can't deliver. Or I can deliver, but only at the expense of my own stuff, which is where my financial issues then got a bit complicated. And I've had some really uncomfortable also uncom- that conversations on your mental health and your stress then as well, completely, because you're not completely. supporting yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then I just got into a really shitty. Um, I'd, I'd got into a really bad pattern of, you know, very late nights, but not not correspondingly long sleeps afterwards. You know, I can go to bed at six a.m. if I don't have to get up till lunchtime. Mm-hmm. But you cannot consistently go to bed at six AM and get up at eight thirty and, and, and live oh, and God. Not, you, you can't like you just can't no. function like that for very long. No. So and I've been in in quite a dark mental place and it wasn't it's one of those as well that like I, I vividly remember the point at which somebody pointed out exactly where I was and I was like, No, no, no I'm fine. I'm totally fine. And then and now I look back and I'm like, No, you really weren't fine. Why did you think you were fine? But when you're in that place, you really struggle to come out of that place. So I have essentially spent this year restoring order to, like, restoring colour is is where I've been. Um, And which, if I remember rightly, wasn't wasn't one of your words for this year? Simplify. So yeah, before before I knew this, so interestingly, so my words for the year were simplify, restore, and align. Yes. And that's one of it's been one of those years where I think I it meant something words. different to you then, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, restore yeah. was about was about restoring typewriters and my Kenwood Chef, and I haven't yeah. touched those. So that's yeah. that's fun. I mean, I still have them, and I've acquired another one along the way because apparently I'm a typewriter hostel now. That's a thing, or a typewriter retirement <laughs> home, or something. I'm not sure what I am, but people give me typewriters. It's it's a thing now. Um, and it doesn't mean I won't go there, but I just haven't had time. But I do feel much more like Carla again. And I, I hadn't yeah. realised how much I'd missed being Carla until I came back to myself again. So that, that's mm. been my big thing for the year. And there have been, along the way, there have been financial wobbles. There's been a massive fucking leap of faith with the new studio, which I will come to in a minute. But, um, yeah, it's. I don't think if I was still in that place I was in at the beginning of the year, I think I just would have melted and shut everything down and just hidden mm. for a bit and got myself a really anonymous job in a call centre or something and just hidden from the world because I just don't think I would have been able to cope with the the leap of faith and the co- leap of faith and the confidence and the the stretch and the self belief that has gone with yeah. everything yeah. I've done in the latter half of the year. So yeah, it's been it's it's been a journey. It's been an interesting journey. Do you know and what? Not, uh, actually, yeah. to, from from the outside looking in, and also, <coughs> excuse me, my turn to cough. From yeah, from from the distance, the physical distance that we have as well. The fact that we we are literally communicating sometimes on Zoom, but usually through WhatsApp, and you know. You can't sense tone in WhatsApp. And usually we try and convey it with like capital letters and little bits and pieces and it all goes a bit hairy sometimes, doesn't it? From that perspective, 
I mean, I've been really worried about you this year, and I know I'm sure your other Sorry. friends have have been too. No, 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 I don't, don't, wouldn't, please don't I wouldn't have. I actually wouldn't, wouldn't have got here without friends and family. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, what it's it's lovely for me to see how you've changed this year because I have really noticed a change in you mm. this year for the positive, for the better. Um, so yeah, so to be able to, I'm I'm pleased that I get to see that. I get to see. Well, so and it's interesting because I think because of the time that we met, you probably this is probably the first time you've ever seen what I'm actually like. Which yeah, hopefully you're still going to want to be my friend. Hopefully. Also, considering (laughs) I mean, I had I had a notification pop up on my Facebook this morning. Apparently, we've been Facebook friends for eight years now, Carla. So has it actually been that long that I? It has. Yes, it has been that long. Wow. And that unfortunately that means that you walked into my life as did um most of the rest of our writers group actually um you guys walked into my life just as i hit the most stressful point of my life Mm. and i had two years of being like a stress head and then my dad died and honestly this is the first time since then i have started to feel and there has been death this year i lost my godmother and i lost a friend this year and that has been part of the shitty headspace that i've been in But, but my my i don't know how to i don't know how to explain it like the the people that have known me all my life or you know since i was little have said this is this is like seeing carla again Mm. and i'm like oh yeah and now i have the really awkward task of explaining to the people who i've got to know in the last 10 years who are among my very closest friends hi this is what i'm actually like i really hope you still like me because i've been a bit i've been a bit hiding for the last six to ten years like let me put it this way if if we loved and adored you even when you're at your most stressed most uh, you know chaotic time then this is going to be a walk in the park quite frankly so and i also just want to give you i i know we're still miles and miles apart but big hugs because that's what i want to send to you and i really want to say thank you for sharing that as well because that's actually that's really well i want to say a big thank you to you but also i mean everyone i'm not going to name because they'll know who they are but to but but you you get the brunt of it because you were awake when i'm awake (laughs) as much as being one of my best friends you were like like there's 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 emotional closeness no no there's emotional closeness which is great and then there's like literally you are awake when i am having brain issues usually um, what's happening is i'm trying to make dinner at the time when you're having a complete and utter oh god hold on i need to stop everything i just need to message carla and make sure she doesn't jump off the cliff you know (laughs) pretty much so um, yeah no i'm very very grateful and I'm, i'm grateful mostly actually um because i I'm so lucky to be surrounded by people who believe in me when I can't believe in myself. And that Mm. is not something I think I had. I knew I had it, but I don't think I'd really appreciated it until this year. And I don't think I'd really appreciate it until like, I really, I sound like some kind of like mad self-help guru, but like, honest to God, I can't explain how different I feel now to Mm. this time last year. Um, And, and now I'm like, wow, how did these people put up with me? I've been a dick. I have actually (laughs) been like a grade A dick. I'm really sorry. Uh, Not all the time, not all the time. But some just, of the time. just given what you said to me earlier about being kind to yourself, though, let's let's not. Oh no, no, that, that is so, me being yes. kind to myself. That that is me being very like. <laughs> Damn it. Toned down. Um, because I don't mean I'm dick to anyone else, but I know when I'm in that spiral of like, like, and you guys are just like, but you're fine, but it's lovely, but you don't mean this, but your brain is being a twat, and I'm like, oh, everything's shit, and it's yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my big share of the year. That that's my big theme of the year yeah. is, is coming back to myself. And it's nice. It's so nice to feel like I like feel like I can do the stuff that's in my head rather than having all the ideas and just being like yeah yeah that being the technical term obviously well what of course absolutely I don't know how I'm going to pronounce that in the uh, transcription but sure yeah great (laughs) it's fine fine. we'll we'll, we'll feed it through something AI and see what they do to it that'd be fine exactly yeah so what about you what's your next um next next thing for the year well, let's go with the, the with, there was a really practical thing that um, Stuart and I were planning for 2023 and we were actually looking at moving to <gasps> Yes, the you were going to go to Nova Scotia. We were going to move to Nova Scotia, the opposite side of Canada. And in so we, we being being sensible and doing what we did when we first moved to Canada, we thought well we better go and actually have a look at the area first and see whether we like it. And so we booked a, a I think it was like a two-week trip back in March end of March early April which you know here in BC is moving into springtime we left BC starting to flourish there were blossoms on the trees it was lovely and green and we landed back in winter in Nova Scotia so (laughs) 
still I winter. I mean, presumably they do, they do have a spring. Oh, they do, but it comes much later do. and doesn't last for very oh, okay. long. So. <laughs> What we what we very quickly learned was on the second day when it was like a downpour of snow as we were stood in the park and and uh, at least a half hour walk back to our Airbnb it was like ah don't know whether I like um, a winter that goes on for this long and also it's uh, we learned it was a, I mean it's beautiful don't get me wrong Nova Scotia is a beautiful place and I will I will not say anything differently to it however it is a seasonal place and I suspect okay. its season is quite short I think it lasts maybe like three or four months of the year. And the rest of the time, it is basically winter and nothing happens and no one is around. And as much as I like peace and quiet, I that was too, too much peace and quiet for me. So <laughs> we, quit, we, 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 we quickly decided. I think I'm glad that we went in the winter months rather than going in the summer, because I think we would have been absolutely... Yeah lulled into a false sense of security going there in the summer we probably it, well it's that have... thing if you get in i think i think if you visit anywhere in the summer you get into like holiday mode don't you you forget yeah, that yeah, it has exactly. non-holiday times yeah definitely yeah yeah so yeah. i mean we, we met with some people that we knew that lived there and it was a slightly cheaper way of life which was kind of what we were aiming for because things were getting catastrophically expensive here in bc which is one of the one of the reasons that prompted us for looking at somewhere that was cheaper um and it took us about a week to, to, to decide that that wasn't the place for us and we were just going to kind of knuckle down and stick it out here in BC really which I'm pleased we have done because things have started getting a little bit better towards the end of the year so That's we huge. made the right decision we feel like for us so yeah so I mean that for me my year was geared around potentially moving in like June July time across yeah. the country so I for that reason it kind of upended a lot of my plans because I couldn't really make plans because I didn't know what was going on um and so when we decided that we weren't coming uh weren't moving there sorry it's it kind of left me flailing for the rest of the year I think that this seems to be a bit of a routine with me in that I make lovely plans and then something um derails me yes in within like the, like the first quarter of the first four or five months and I and I use the word flail it does it leaves me flailing for the rest of the year because it's like I like it's like being on quicksand and you suddenly can't find you know the solid ground again to get yourself it's back into interesting interesting you say that specifically because um Anna and I sorry I promise I'm not just promoting no, it, but, um, Anna and I did the thing where we were like if there, if you could do one thing and you would not fail and we both said in the same breath release our own planner we're like why the fuck are we not releasing a planner so now we are Mm -hmm. but we have been um i won't say arguing i will say um respectfully disagreeing because i would like a whole year planner and she would like a 90 day planner Um, and so i've been trialing a 90 day planner reluctantly because i think 90 days is not and it turns out 90 days is actually just enough time for you to like think about the thing make the thing do the thing get the thing out of the way and then think about the next thing without stuff like you know life fucking derailing everything so I'm mm. I'm curious that that's because you're right. I I also tend to make grand plans at the beginning of the year, and by about June, yes. it doesn't really resemble my plans anymore. Well, and this is the thing. I'm 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 seeing my what my um my uh oh, what do they call it? My modus operandi. I'm seeing my mo. That's what I'm seeing now. Is that I make all of the plans. I have all of these grand plans really big things like more big things than anyone could cram into a year than is physically possible and i i plan it all out to do it all in the first six months and then what happens is by the end of the first quarter i realize well this is not going to happen and by the end of like the second quarter i've completely lost my way and haven't done any of these things that i was going to pack into the first six months and where i've got nothing left in the last six months i just float aimlessly and freely and without purpose and it's very disturbing and I've been doing that for the last three years <laughs> tell me you have ADHD without telling me you have ADHD <laughs> that's all I'm going to say to that but it's taken <laughs> me three years to recognize it and now I know now I know what I do so maybe I can I do think, something about it now, do you know what so. I think that's quite impressive because I have been planning annually since the age of 17 and wow. I am now 37 years old and I still haven't got my planet. I mean, I, I have my rituals and I have my things that I do, but I still haven't. There's some stuff that goes wrong every year that I still haven't yeah, quite yeah, clocked. Yeah. So I, I think three mm-hmm. years is doing pretty bloody well, actually. Oh, good. Um, okay, I'm pleased yeah, with that. Maybe like, to, to clock that and see it. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> so actually, 
And later, to, just to kind of add to that, late, later this year, I ended up doing my, I've got a wonderful copywriting membership group that I'm part of with a fantastic copy coach. She's amazing. I love her dearly. Um, and she did a, well, it was a like a 30 day planning session um, for everyone to come along to based on where they were in their business, whether you're a, a working copywriter, a growing copywriter, a scaling copywriter, all of these different things. It was a really excellent session. She got us all to commit to um, the tasks that we were going to do in the 30 days. And I've never really looked at just 30 days before because it's always felt like it's, it's sure? always felt like I don't know whether I can what, what I can do in 30 days because I feel like all my yeah, tasks okay. are way too big. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it got me really looking at it. And do you know, fuck me, if I didn't actually list out three things and do them all in the 30 days, it's the first time I can probably say in like living history ever. that I've ever yeah. done that. So, um, yeah, so that was that was something. And I feel like that's all kind of come about through learning about my my really abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I like mm-hmm. this though. This is good, and I feel like there's an accountability thing in there, which is oh, uh, but actually hugely. having having because I I do think that thing. I know we've done it quite effectively, and it's been I've been doing it with um with with people that live in the UK as well, yes. um because that means I can cover all of my working hours, uh, which is nice. <laughs> um, because you wake up as everyone else goes, like stops working for the day, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And it also means that like I am around for like the afternoon when they're drooping and I'm perking up, which works really well actually. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um, I I do feel like the accountability thing, like it it almost doesn't matter what your plans are, if you don't have a way of coming back. So, so some people are very good at holding themselves accountable. And I can yes. do that to a point, but actually what works best for me is telling somebody else. Not not somebody that's necessarily going to even shout at me, no, but no, just someone but... who will remember what I've said and who will check in with me at a point in the future so that I know I've got that point to work towards. That, it's, that's my huge, own, it? it's my own fear of, of, of being ashamed because I told someone I was going to do something and then I haven't done it. So it's, I, it's almost like, yeah, using my own shame against me kind of thing, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah. For, for for a good result. Weirdly, I think usually. for me, I don't I don't know how I think for me it's just there's a deadline, therefore I am you know, I am deadline woman, yeah. therefore I will, yeah, yeah. Oh, I will I love a deadline. sort me out of yes. the deadline. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we had a really interesting chat earlier about exams versus coursework and um it turns out that I, I have no idea where you sit on this spectrum, but as far as we could tell, all the ADHD only loved um exams, fucking hated coursework. Most of the people who are autism only, this is in a specific group, um, all late diagnosed, um, autism only, like fucking hated exams, but were quite happy with coursework. And all the ADHDers were just a bit like, what the fuck? I don't like either. What the hell? Uh, yes, I can't yeah, cope. Yeah. So, don't know. I, yeah. But was, that was yeah. fun. I mean, totally unscientific. Given that I really feel fun. like I'm in that, lo- I feel like I'm in that last group, even though yeah. I'm not diagnosed. But I'm, yeah, that's, uh, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, Mainly because I can yeah. see the thing of like, I love one, I love the other. What the fuck is, is literally the yes. three. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. no, intriguing. Oh, that was yes. good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Tell I me like about that. you. Tell me, t- tell me something else. Oh, so, I think I think the thing I have to tackle next is this. So, well, it's an interesting one. So, it's um, it, it's 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 my story about my studio move, but it's it's yes. got a deeper moral to it or meaning to it, um, and it is that it turns out, and it's this actually has been a huge part of my recovery from like just not feeling like myself in a bit. It sounds so. It sounds so small, doesn't it? Not feeling like yourself. But when you are as yourself, uh, as, as I am, it's a, big it's deal, a bloody yeah. horrible big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have also been suffering from um, my whole life from a complete inability to do anything um, that I commit to on time, unless there is mm-hmm. a deadline. And <laughs> some stuff happened with, so my studio that I moved into, I, I, I've been telling people this story over the Art Trail weekend. And the story of my life, there are an alarming number of accidents because I, I accidentally moved to Wivenhoe. I accidentally got a job at the university. I accidentally became a photographer. I accident—I didn't actually accidentally do any of these things. They all had huge... I accidentally got a studio for six months and accidentally... St- I got a studio for six months and accidentally stayed for six years. Like, I, I need to stop <laughs> using the word accident. And the, the worst part is I accidentally started a chocolate company because actually that's not true. They very deliberately started a chocolate company and I accidentally got involved. But the chocolate company was not at all accidental. <laughs> and I've really got to stop giving people that impression. Um, and if you listen to my my narrative about my life, you know, if you meet me as an artist for the first time and, and you know, I'm telling you things, or you read my my bios on any of my websites, you would 
be forgiven for assuming that I do not live my life on purpose. And I live my life hugely on purpose. I just also do quite a lot of impulsive shit. Tell me you have ADHD yep. without telling me you have ADHD. There you go. Um, anyway, the studio that I had very impulsively taken on for six months and then stayed for six years, and I loved it. It was amazing. Um, but it was also big and cold. And they banned fan heaters in September. So I came back from holiday, got this email and was like, well, I've been keeping my eye open for something near a home for a while, so now I'm going to have to step up that search. And I was a bit stressed for about three days, and then something clicked in in my head. And I was ringing estate agents, and I made appointments, and I found out about national lottery funding in case I needed to start a new studio of my own, and I found out how to set up a CIC, and I did some... And then it turned out all of that was completely useless because I phoned somebody who owns um, the business centre in my home village, and due to the universe having my back um they had not yet listed two of the free spaces and one of them was just perfect it was just the most perfect thing um and you know when you walk in I, I i finally understand when people buy houses so i knew my house felt like mine but i also when i when i first walked into my house i was only doing it for renting so i wasn't looking at it long term so i haven't ever had that experience of, of knowing somewhere is feet but i walked into this i mean they were just they were two rooms that had been used by accountants they were not they were just white painted rooms with desks they were not particularly pretty and I just immediately was like oh my backdrop would go there and I could do this and I could paint the desk this color it just felt like mine immediately um and it was to have to have the suite of rooms together was significantly more money than I had budgeted for and that I am than I am currently earning um or not more than I'm earning but more than I've got for the studio allocated the studio mm. um plus there would be business rates and all the other stuff and so I I messaged couple of friends and I messaged my mum and I was like so obviously what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have the one and they all came back and were like no nah, I have the two for, have, have, have the whole set for a year and see what happens so I did um <laughs> but the the moral to that story is not so much like I have very enabling friends and family I mean that's probably it part was, of it but still <laughs> but it, no it was more that when there is something my heart really really desires or there is something that has an urgency to it fuck me I kick into action and I can do stuff. And that was part for me. I haven't had, I've been lacking in purpose. And I, I think a lot of us actually post pandemic, I think whatever your um, brain wiring, I think a lot of people I talk to are feeling a bit mern, a bit flat. And it's like we've lost our verve. And it was a project, but it was also something that I suddenly it like reignited a spark of like, because I had to really confront, do I want or need a studio? Because I haven't been using mine enough. Yeah, up till now for a whole variety of reasons but um you know do i want this enough to take this leap of faith to spend this money and it turned out the answer was yes and it has reinvigorated me and it's been brilliant but the thing that has also like just i don't know it's 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 a, a realization i'm really hoping is not just me i'm really hoping that this helps somebody else because you know you were saying it right at the beginning of the podcast that sometimes you you there's something you know I feel like this is the theme of today's podcast is there's something you know but you don't really know and then when you when once it's articulated you're like uh duh obviously yeah and yeah. Anastasia said to me while we were discussing the studio thing and I was fretting I was really excited but also fretting and you know kind of, and she was like Carla what you do is you you get the thing you are totally incapable of saving for something in advance but if you get the thing and you want to keep the thing you go all out to make the money to keep the thing. And that has yeah. gone from like a bike to my, my, my sports car when I had her to my house when, when I needed when I needed to, to, to have the money for the house. I, I went all out and I got a job that I could do and I stayed in the job and I did what I needed to do. And I stayed in that long enough to pay my parents back for the renovations and like things that I didn't think I wanted to do. It turns out I can do if I want the thing. I need a purpose. I need I need that thing to, to push yeah. off. And obviously now I've said that out loud, it's like, oh, obviously that's how you work. But I've been trying to work with the, well, I can't have this thing until I've saved up enough for it in advance, which means I can never have the thing because that's not how motivation works. So my second big thing is that I have moved studios. It's been fucking horrific. Like, don't get me wrong, that it's given me purpose, but it's also been a horrendous process. And I have too much stuff and creatives have too much stuff. And I don't know why I have too much <laughs> stuff. And I wish I had less stuff, but I tried to thin the stuff out. And it turns out the stuff you throw out is the stuff you want a week later. So I can't ever throw anything out. <laughs> oh, no. That's fun. <laughs> 
I just, um, can I just add in there, yeah. just, just to say, there's two things that kind of really strike me about what you're talking about there. First of all, I think partly that sense of urgency helping you to focus and actually achieve is definitely an ADHD trait. And I think that's mm-hmm. it, it kicked in at just the right moment for you there, which is exactly what you wanted it to do. And secondly, where you talk about like once you've got the thing, you have to f- figure out how to pay for the thing. There's, I think there's a whole philosophy behind that. And I'm pretty sure um, they talk about it in the Profit First book as well, just in case anyone Ooh, wants to read into it. I might have to about, go and read back on that then. Yeah, yeah. Just talking about this idea of when, when you've actually got something that you have to pay for, actually physically having it is much easier than just try, than just this idea of manifesting. Mm-hmm. You know you've got it. You have to pay for it. So I think, yeah, actually, and I, I think there's something else as well in that. I mean, I managed it when I was saving for the car, but only because the car I had was about to die any time. So I think I had that urgency in that mm. if this one breaks down, it's not going to be fixable. So I have to be able to yeah. essentially buy a car tomorrow. So I had that urgency yes. again. But it's just, it's really interesting to me because I think as someone who, I wouldn't say I impulsively spend on big things, but I am very capable of impulsively spending on small things. Yes. And I've never been great. I can save to a point but I can't say so if you'd said to me you can't have that studio until you've got six months rent up front in a bank account I would never have it it would never happen I would never have had the first one the first one when it was super cheap I would never have had that either because it's just not something I'm capable of doing Mm -hmm. but once I have it if that means I have to schedule in extra stuff or if I have to get like freelance work or whatever it is whatever it is I have to do to keep it going fine and then if it gets to a point where I don't want to do that stuff then I am capable of weighing it up in a quite dispassionate way like do I want this do I need this is this Mm. serving me and that's where our annual planning comes in helpful because it's something that I revisit. So I do my systems audit and then I do my like life audit every year, which sounds incredibly formal. But it is just a case of, you know, here are all the things that I've got. Here are all the things I'm paying for. Here are all the things that bring me joy. Here are all the things that are a bit shit. And we kind of try and shuffle them to, to make everything good. Yeah, and yeah less to make bad them better and, for yeah, next year. Exactly. Make, make life yeah. better incrementally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, like maybe this is all just self-indulgent waffle and maybe it's maybe it's really obvious, but it's yeah. not. It's something I had either lost or lost sight of or possibly never fully articulated before. Mm. And I, I cannot be the only person that functions like this. And you've said there's a whole thing, so I'm going to have to I go know, read about that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. But in terms of like, as I say, the move was horrific, but... It is absolutely, it's already the right thing. I have used the new studio more in three weeks than I used the last one in the last two years. So, and it's giving me balance. It's giving me work-life balance. Yes, this is the most exciting part. Absolutely. Um, You're going to actually have to, you've got to commute to work now, which is super exciting. But like yesterday, I left at 8.30 and I got home at 8.40 and then I had an evening. (gasps) I don't don't know what to do with, like, literally there was was a point where I was like, what did you do? Just I've like done, read a book, I've have some food? Done my, well, I did. I did my bins and I did my laundry and I had some food. Not necessarily in that order. And I cuddled the kittens. And then the kittens were like, fuck's sake, we want to go back to sleep now. Stop pouring us. <laughs> so I left the kittens alone. <laughs> and then went to try and snuggle the kittens and got a smack in the face for my for my trouble. So left the kittens alone properly. And and then I, I played a game on my tablet and I watched an episode of Unicorn Academy. And then I read my book until I fell asleep. Wow. You had an evening. I, I, apart from one, the, the one holiday I had last year, I cannot tell you the last time I did that. I have no idea. No. Like, it's really weird. So, it, yeah, that's. I don't know if that was very um, succinct, but that that is where. No, no, I, I think was it's weird. Do you know, it's actually really weird. Like, I feel like I started off talking about Nova Scotia, and it came round to like how my planning. I feel like everything that has happened to us this year has just kind of like interlinked and woven into woven, and yeah. we're starting to make connections and realize this stuff to, as the end of the year approaches so it's it's actually really lovely. and I, I do think actually like fortunately we're both in the northern hemisphere otherwise this would make no sense but i often <laughs> think that november and i do have a couple of i've got some family members in um, australia who i'm like oh you know november nice and cozy and they're like not really mm. we've got the barbecue and i'm like oh yeah but anyway <laughs> here so sorry if you guys are, are down the other end of the planet but, yeah apologies southern hemisphere but folk for me november is often a month that feels like endless rain and it feels like the night's drawing in and it feels very i feel very tired because the, there's just not enough light yes yes and I'm... it's it's not it's not solstice time of year it's not i don't know it just feels november is just not a month that i 
love very much. However, mm-hmm. on the flip side, because it's miserable and it's cold and it's dark and it's wet and there's nothing to do and it's all shit and everyone's got no money because they're saving for Christmas, it's also a very cosy month. And I think coziness lends itself to planning and thinking and dreaming and journaling mm. and reading. And this kind. So I'm sure that's why this it starts to all coalesce at this time of year because it's yes, it's the right season for it somehow, isn't it? And also there's that like I don't know for me there's always a like one of the reasons I changed my planning to in bulk in February is because that's the official, well, the pagan official start of spring, um, which for me feels like I spend the winter kind of percolate. I'm doing a thing with my fingers, which is supposed to be approximating a coffee percolating machine. I'm not sure that's the impression <laughs> sure, I'm giving. We'll go with anyway, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with that. Like sort of like thinking and 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 percolating and and doing so- and then and then planning for actually, as um... the year comes into bloom. It actually looks more like that you're trying to fix a Rubik's cube. That's what I was thinking then. Just, uh, just by the way, I mean, we could be here all, all year if that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> anyway, but yes, no, that was lovely. I think that was really um, very nicely. Yeah, kept. like it feels, it feels like the right season for it, doesn't it? As we start, mm-hmm. to... and I just, yes. I think it's also, I think we've all had a really rough time with the pandemic. Everybody, no, nobody. It doesn't matter what, where you were or what you did or what your situation was. Nobody came out unscathed. So I think yeah. actually. In, on, a, on a bigger scale, the fact that we're all having these realizations is very much um, God to be a cat. Sorry, Sarah's cat know, has just sorry, jumped up yes. and inserted himself into our chat, and he's just he's just very <laughs> commanding presence, isn't he? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like like we're all starting to renew who we renew. are and what I we're like doing and, and yeah. purpose, and yeah, it's it's a really interesting mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I love that. I I'm. I could. I feel like we could go on, but I'm also very conscious of the fact we've been talking for yes, nearly an hour. So me too. So how do we kind of want to wrap this up? Do you, is there anything else that you absolutely want to cover that you know that um, we haven't talked about yet at all? I think my one recommendation for the year would be that the little things really matter. So my mm. favourite purchases this year have been a bright yellow pen, an A4 filofax, and a unicorn sequined unicorn laptop bag. Call me materialistic, but all three of those things make me smile literally every time I look at them. I was gonna say, have they brought you joy? That's what they have brought me so much joy. So if I had if I had to do a a, you know, I've had all this, you know, we've we've had this very deep conversation about big big things and big big emotional things for us, but actually I would say the little things matter just as much as the small things. That's what I would Mm -hmm. say. Yeah. I think mine has oh, what's he about to pick up? Sorry. That's fine. It's a hairband. It's okay. You can have that. It's got a thing about hairbands, my cat. I was just wondering if he was about to do the like pat it and smash. He probably will. Yeah. Technique. He's, he's yeah. probably also get as long as he doesn't break his tooth trying to snap my um hairband. That's totally fine. Um, <laughs> I think for me it's um because uh, one of my big things this year has been I have I wrote down here I have stopped her no more hermiting is what I put this year. I went into. I went into proper hermit mode, especially over the pandemic and the and the, the following couple of years. Um, and this year has been very much a year of getting back out there and meeting people again, new people and um, realising that there is a yeah connection. There's the, I've, it's, it's been lovely to have that and I've missed that. But I also am fully aware because I've, I went into it like whole hog quite early in the year uh, that there has to be a balance between connection and my own time on my own right. for my, my own sanity. And, and if we could bottle... And, the right balance of everything we'd be millionaires wouldn't we oh wouldn't we balance yeah, it's so hard but yeah no i think that's yes. a really good one and i yeah. actually i would concur that like I, there's a very vivid moment um in february this year actually so when i was right in the middle of not not really feeling good and not not being in a great place and i mm. dragged myself out to a new um craft support meetup with someone that i'd met at an event and um, he's actually we've just had our year for anniversary and has become a really good friend Aww, which is lovely. Lovely. um and some other people that at that point i hadn't met and i really did not want to go i'd been to networking already i'd, I'd used my social juice for the day you were saying about mm. balance like and i did not want to go and i was like do you know what Carla? if you don't go to this one you're never going to go because they will have it was the first meeting and i wanted to be there from the beginning and, and yeah. i came out and i skipped literally skipped to the car park Oh, that's lovely. And that, that to me was the very first that stands out looking back over the year is the very first um kind of thread of of like sparkly thread pulling me back to myself. But I remember yeah. saying to Karis who organised it, um, I was like, Thank you so much for organising it, but also like thank you for making she was like, I didn't make you come. I was like, No, but there was there was a social obligation to come because yeah. I knew you were ready, whereas had it been all strangers I wouldn't have gone. I said, Because the connection, I have been missing connection and that 
which is stupid because I have loads of connection, but somehow there was something about that that just reminded me. Yeah, and I think I think you're absolutely. right. I think I think it's possible to overdo it and 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 go too far the other way and then be so connected that you're completely burnt out and it's too much. But yes. I'm really pleased that you found some too because also you did the massive thing not so very long ago of moving countries. So yeah, you know, it's it's building still building on that which is huge. So exactly yeah you know because obviously I didn't actually intend to move countries and then you know have to face a global pandemic and never see anybody. So. <laughs> Talk about the timing, honestly. It's like, yes, but there you go. Yeah, so that was that's that's just a bit of a brief I say a brief, it's been an hour we've been chatting, but a rundown of our years this year. So And um I think the only other thing I'd like to say is just that we were gonna try and talk about our um our takeaways from our lovely guests, but um I think Why don't we pick pick one from each if we've got if we've uh, we've got like one um one inch of a, of a takeaway from one of our episodes this year maybe oh yeah we could do that we could do that but i was yeah. what i was going to say really was thank you also to our guests because we did we had a bit of a yes. different different layout this year and it's been it it's was. worked really nicely actually and they've been wonderful yes. and thank you to you lot for still listening because we know we have we have chopped and changed a bit with the um the way that we we have been yes do this and we still and, um, i mean we don't even know what what 2024 is bringing just yet because we've not even talked about it yet so no. But we do still literally do like a squee and a happy dance whenever we see people, you know, like and download and comment and stuff. It is genuinely the most exciting thing. So uh, that's really cool. Yes. Okay. What was your, what was your big takeaway? Do you reckon? I think I'm going to pick the one from the very first episode other than our, our um, episode at the very start of the year, which was with Sarah Sovereign. Um, Gosh, that feels like so long ago now. Doesn't it? That conversation with her. But one of the things, and uh, the reason I'm bringing this one up is because actually I've really carried this through with me all through the year. And it was the conversation that we had about doing away with the word should. Um, yes. It, okay. it, that had such an impact on me because I didn't realise just how much I'd been using that word about, you know, what Everything. I should be doing and mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing. And I've been really conscious of it all through the year. Whenever I hear someone say, well, you should do this in my head, I've been going, well, hang on a second. I remember what Sarah says. Do I, do I want to do this or do I need to do this? If That's not, magic. I love that. That's real magic. Me, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, good. it's really it's good. stuck with me this year. Banish the shoulds. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. There's your three yeah. words for next year. Oh, well, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I've got some others. I, I actually feel like I might be carrying enough across because I, I still want that. I like that. But yeah, uh, like we'll that. see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near that. Um, I'm t- I've got a much more, <laughs> much more prosaic, much, much, but equally life changing, but much more prosaic, mm. which is the accountability um, game changing. Like, yes, it's such a small thing. We talked about it with Melissa and Vicky, and I know that um, yes. they, they hold they hold co-working and that, that kind of thing. And I know that you and I have done this for a long time. So it's it's not even groundbreaking, but I have, as I say, I've been starting to do it in a slightly more structured way and I've done it with a few different people and that makes a difference because actually for me, there is a novelty element. So if I'm doing it with different people, there isn't the the temptation to run off. Like, you know, like I can still come back to those same people, but having having a collection of different people is, is interesting. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And honest to God, I have got stuff done that I didn't think I would ever get done because of those those little check-ins and it's such a small thing but it's a huge thing for me and it's oh absolutely i think it's going to change this coming year as well now that i've accepted that that's it annoys me that that's how i have to work but now i've accepted and i've realized how much i can get done using it i'm hoping it's going to revolutionize um maybe not everything but revolutionize at least my shitty admin jobs for next year yeah absolutely which is i think if you can if it can help with those tasks that you find really difficult to well it's it's the things where like if it's something exciting like i'm often quite excited to get to editing so i don't apart from finding a chunk of time where i can do it i don't find that as difficult but quickbooks gets behind and behind and behind because it's just not fun because you've got to face it exactly it's just like oh oh, so yeah so having having that having that yeah crunch numbers and there's something about knowing that not only is it's not only just the checking in it's the che- it's the once you've done the check-in and said i'm going to do this in the next hour knowing it will be done in the next hour why i can't do yeah. that for myself i don't know but yeah that's that's my game yeah. changer from our yeah. i mean they were to be honest there was something out of every single episode wasn't there but that that would be yes. the one those those feel like the ones that are going to come yeah. forward with us can, can i just also add to that i'd say i know i'm really conscious that we're running it's over fine. time here but it's fine with with that accountability is especially if, if people haven't done it before I think is the the thing to remember is that um, if you make yourself accountable to somebody and you don't achieve the thing, 
it's not the end of the world and no one is going to judge you for it because it happens, you know. I mean, yeah. you and I have done it plenty of times where we've gone, what are we doing for the next hour, Carla? And you'll list out your things and I'll list out mine. And, and two hours later, we'll get in touch with each other and go, oh, well, I ended up looking at Instagram for an hour and 40 minutes. and I, I, I just I found these really game. pretty earrings to look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's been nothing of, of the list that we've listed out. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just the way life goes, you know. So, But I, yeah, um, no, that's true, actually. Yeah. But I, I, would, I would highly recommend trying it if you have oh yeah, yeah. And, i mean and, this is the thing even if it really works should. 50 60 percent of the time yeah. yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah. If, it, if it works 50 60 um, percent of the time then you then that's great that's 50 or 60 percent more than it would have than you would have done without it is i was gonna say if it works 50 percent so. of the time that's 100 percent improvement for me on getting it done on my there own there you go so, perfect there you go. <laughs> there we go i like that definitely really good so, so yes. on that note thank you for being mm. with us for another season and you, sorry, everyone. this one is a bit yeah. delayed. That that would be because the studio moved. Sarah was like, oh, we're going to record in October. And my face just said it all, didn't it? Just, no, <laughs> I, 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 no I, that's not a thing. The, uh, it may have been the tears and the, 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 the look of like deer in headlights. No, we're not doing this. So I was like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll move it to November. It's fine. So, yeah. Don't so worry. So thank, thank, thank you for bearing with us. Um, and as ever, if you would like to come and join us, we, we don't know what the format will be um, for 2024 yet, no, but if you're intrigued, yet, but... we've got a few people on our list already, but um, if you're intrigued, if you fancy being a guest, give us a shout and we will see what next year looks like. Absolutely. Yeah, because we, in the next couple of months, we'll be when we start thinking about who our next guests are going to be. So yeah, now is a great time to reach out and say, so, if you want to be on the podcast. If we're at the end of the episode... And we're releasing mm. the episode in December. Can I say the yes. other C word now? The I'm I'm hope I'm assuming you're not meaning the um the naughty C C. Happy Nick Christmas! <laughs> I mean I could say happy naughty Christmas, but maybe I won't do that. <laughs> Definitely putting an explicit rating on this podcast episode. <laughs> I really wanted to just, but then no. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's fine. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry from Christmas. Creative reboot. And uh, and have a lovely restful end of the year because god knows we all need it absolutely (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye thanks so much for listening we'd love for you to rate us review us and subscribe on your favorite podcast app five stars please where can people find us online carla we are on facebook and instagram at creative reboot co and we also have a facebook group which we'd love you to join to come and talk to us about the episodes just search for creative reboot group And you can also go to our website, creativereboot.co, where you can subscribe to our mailing list and get in touch with us if you fancy being a guest or have topics that you want us to chat about. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Oh, yeah.